who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. What does feminism mean to you? During Women's History Month, come explore feminism and how it's playing out in real life with season two of Thread the Needle, a monthly podcast. I'm your host, Donna Schill. I'll use my background in journalism to dive into topics that matter to women today, from divorce to call-out culture to masculinity to girls' confidence. Season two of Thread the Needle finds the meeting place between feminist ideals and the realities of women's lives. Listen to Thread the Needle wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Keegan. And I'm Madigan. And you're listening to Your Your Angry Angry Neighborhood Feminist. I don't know. I just feel like we need to bring (sighs) some change into that at some point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Many episodes are always weird. They're very weird. I feel like we basically overheated already tonight. Yeah. We've had a few glasses of wine. I had had three glasses of wine before I even came over here. What? Yeah. Just like periodically through the day. I wasn't like chugging it. No, I'm, I would never wine shame you. You have to know that. (laughs) Wow. What kind of laugh just came out of me? About our relationship. That was like a cough laugh. Oh, well, welcome, welcome to our mini episode. The where, miniest of episodes. Which is kind of like my favorite. You know? These are my favorite episodes because we're really? weird. We're li- well, maybe not. Well, I don't know. But they are fun because yeah. we're like loose. Loosey goosey. Loosey goosey, ready for life. Ready for anything to be thrown at us, Keegan. And in contrast to last week's episode, this week, I don't have a lot of stuff, and all of my stuff is lighthearted. Oh, so. I have one thing, and it's depressing as fuck. Oh, great. Should we open with that? Sure, <laughs> let's go for it. The only thing that I, that is really kind of taking over my mind is the shooting at the YouTube headquarters. Yeah, that shit was bonkers. Yeah, dude. it's not great, I gotta say that. Have you watched any of her videos? I have not. She is scary. Yeah. Tell me, walk me through it. She's just, it's just, and I don't mean to be, like, really judgmental or anything. I mean, I guess she did shoot up a building, but she is... Yeah, I think you have a right to be judgmental (laughs) of this person. I've been given permission. Yeah. But she is, um, just really weird. Like... She says in LA Times, it says, in one video, Nassim 
Narhafi Agdam refers to herself as a ninja before making a series of odd stunted motions sliced between clips from the reality series America's Got Talent. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, her videos are so strange, and she's got, like, anti-animal cruelty videos, and then she has a few where you can just tell that she's, like, so paranoid, where she is talking about YouTube and how they are demonetized monetizing her videos and they're doing things deliberately to make sure she doesn't get views. She's fu- that picture She's of scary. mugshot of her is literally gonna haunt me in my dreams. Yeah, save that. We'll post it. On I was gonna say I'm posting that shit for she's, sure. She's she's scary. Like she looks like she's had a lot of work done. Too. And then I know a thing happened where she eventually I think I don't know if she got taken off of YouTube or if she just had like a lot of bitterness to YouTube because she thought that they were like you know censoring her. Yeah, but she eventually. Um, went missing or whatever, and the cops like contacted her father. God, I keep seeing the mugshot. It's yeah, scaring the scary. shit out of me. Yeah, and then her father was like, "Well, you should check the YouTube building because I know she has a lot of hate for that company." And she was found like sleeping outside of it, like a, or a block away from it in her car. That's so yeah. disgusting. Isn't it scary? I remember when it first happened that they were saying that it was something to do with like a boyfriend. That's that not what there. I've heard. I've heard that no, she No, it was it was when it first happened. They were like Just because it's a woman shooter has to have probably. to do with a boyfriend. Like that's stupid. So sexist people. Isn't it? Women can shoot people for other reasons, you guys. Yeah, listen, it's not always about you. <laughs> I can't I honestly I'm sorry, I can't with her fucking mugshot. It's the we don't need to mugshot shame her. Shut the fuck up, Keegan. (laughs) Don't even go there with me. I can do it. I damn well please. You're being really aggressive. Shut up. (laughs) Are you taking a picture of me right now? Why? I look so bad. Stop, Keegan. Stop. Do what I want. Can I have a picture with her mugshot? Yeah, of course. What else am I here for? Actually, no, don't pull I'm, like, making a kissy face at her. It makes it look like I love the shooter. very romantic. Yeah, let's not ever let that see the light of day. (laughs) I can't. I can't look at her anymore. She's horrifying. Yeah, it's just, it's incredibly fucked up. And I mean, all too common. We've been making light of it just now in making jokes and all that stuff, but it's, there's really nothing funny about it. Nothing. It is, again, once again, somebody who is quite obviously mentally unhinged. Yeah. And had the ability to access a weapon and go in and terrify an entire group of people. Yeah. Oh, it's horrifying. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's bonkers to me, too, that, you know, people make such broad, like, decisions where they're like, okay, these people are doing things to my videos, which obviously she's being paranoid. She's like, so it makes the, the most sense, the most sensible thing that I can do right now is go shoot it up. Yeah, I'll go show them. I'll show them who's boss. I'll yeah. go shoot at random workers who work there. Like, right, who have probably people... nothing to do with Absolutely you. not. Yeah, it's just, it's so bizarre to me. Yeah, it's very upsetting. And clearly that, yeah, it's, that person should not have been near a weapon at all. Yeah, I mean, and just the fact that Obviously, the feelings that she had towards YouTube and this company were such that her father even knew to tell the police that exactly. this is something that you should be looking on the lookout yeah, for. That's, that's how bad it was. It wasn't like some deep secret or anything like that. It wasn't yeah. completely out of the blue. People knew she was unhinged. Yeah. And well, and dangerous. maybe the reason that YouTube was kind of like monitoring her videos and like 
doing, if they were doing anything, I don't know, because maybe they were seeing her as some sort of person who isn't healthy enough to be Mm -hmm. on that website. And And you know what? I don't know what all she was posting because YouTube took down her channel. Yeah. Um, after the shooting, of course. Mm -hmm. But so I don't know everything that she was posting. I've seen like bits and pieces and clips of some of her videos, but we don't know everything she was posting. And it is quite possible that she was posting things that were dangerous or violated their policy. Yeah. And maybe they were censoring some of the things that she put up there. Then it was with reason, but you know, she also seems like she's quite a paranoid person. Yeah. So yeah, it's unclear, but I know that this is the absolute wrong thing to think, but whenever you heard that the woman was a shooter, that shooter, the shooter was a woman, were you just like, oh, God. Because I can, I can hear, I can hear the trolls. I can hear yeah. them already. I hear yeah. them already coming out of the this woodwork. This is why women shouldn't be president. That's what I thought <laughs> okay. when I heard that. I was like, damn it. Um, kind yeah. Yeah, especially just because we've been getting so many trolls lately that I was like, oh, man. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. Well, I mean... But they're going to use the same... I mean, I'm sure people could go through, like, what you like to say, mental gymnastics to try to justify justify what she's done. And, I mean, this shooting hasn't gotten as much attention Yeah, and I think it's because no one died but her. Yeah. she died. I think she took her own life, I think. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. That's what I read. um, But but she did injure, like, three other people. Right. And she still went into a fucking place of business and brought a weapon. And it's so horrible. You violated their sense of safety. Yeah. Like, even if no one had been hurt, just... I mean, because, listen, at my job, I work in an office, and we have active shooter things in our break room of what to do in an active shooter situation. That's so scary to me. And it would be horrifying to me yeah if that happened even oh, if no one ever got hurt you'd it would be, be traumatized yeah it's it's horrifying your sense of safety is completely violated this is a place where i mean we talked about it with schools but also as an adult like work is somewhere that you go and you kind of expect to be pretty safe there yeah you, you expect know? to just have your regular dull old day at yeah work. because as shitty as, as it like, should be <laughs> yeah as shitty as your office job is it is also like a second home there's yeah i don't spend time as much time anywhere else besides home as I do in my cubicle at work or in my office you know like so to have that violated is so so scary yeah and so not okay it's still your own personal space in a way that is being jeopardized yeah absolutely absolutely very horrifying yeah so and you know I I don't know what's wrong with her but obviously she had some really serious mental issues and yeah didn't get the help that she needed for it, and yep. again was still able to access a weapon. Yep. Um. So something needs to be done about that, Agreed. as we have addressed many a time, many, many, many times. Keegan, what do you have for us? What are some lighthearted, lovely things you have? For us? Um. Okay. Well, there is a startup, and I think they have a Kickstarter. Yeah, a UK startup has began selling a subscription service to period products in 2015. And it's the menstrual the menstrual version of the Dollar Shave Club. Oh. They offered both disposable and reusable products. So basically this is a reusable tampon applicator. So that because I mean that honestly makes more sense to me than it like, actually I does. would rather use a reusable tampon applicator than a reusable like pad. Yeah, that I have oh, well, to wash. Gross. Oh yeah, and people do that. Yeah. yeah, they do. A lot of people yeah. do. But I would rather use something that's because, yeah, harder I, I that I do can wash. Feel like, I do feel like a tampon applicator is is tough enough plastic 
that you could rinse it out fairly, like, easily. Like, yeah. it's durable enough. And you could, if you're making it for it to be reusable, I'm sure they're using different things that are more, you sturdy. know. Sturdy. Sturdy and there for longevity. Yeah, when I first heard this, I don't know, you know, you and I have had this conversation, and I'm sure when we do a period episode, we will talk more in depth about it. We but need to, like, figure out when our periods are going to sync up. Well, I put it on our list of episodes whenever I thought it would be kind of closer in yeah. between. Because this month we were off by a little bit. Yeah. I have mine right now. And mine was ending when yours was starting, yeah. basically. But I, I am very weird about things like, I want to be really conscious about the planet and things like that, but I am so like, squicked out by, like, the Diva Cup and, like, things well, like that. Well, I was going to say, like, we'll get into it more when we, when we do our period yeah. episode. I used the Diva Cup for, like, two periods, and I was going to use it again this time. But, like, it just takes so much time. Exactly. Like, uh, that, that's my and issue. you have to get it in just right. Yeah. It's and just... See, that's my... And being uncomfortable... Like, look, man, you're already in pain. You're already, like, all these other things. And if you're if you're also uncomfortable because, like, you didn't situate your like, diva cup correctly, oh, that seems yeah. terrible. But and like, also just, like, sticking your fingers up yourself ew, when you're that bloody ugh, that often. Oh, my God, I'm going to gag. It's, like, it's just not, and I get such bad cramps, too, that, like, I don't want to be prodding yeah. around yes. in there. The diva cup is supposed to be better for cramps, and I did kind of did experience, experience that? that. Because with tampons, they say that there is kind of, like, because it's soaking things They have chemicals in, in them. Yeah, and they're, and they're soaking. You know what I mean? There's something to it, I feel like, that makes me like, just feel tighter and, like, yeah. not as... Yeah, but I think it's the ease of use. Because yeah, cause when I first heard about this reusable tampon applicator, I was like, okay, I was, like, kind of grossed out by it. But then I was like, okay, I think that this is something that I could probably get behind because it's yeah. really only... It's still a tampon, and it's really only for the time whenever you're inserting it or, or taking it out, yeah. you know what I mean? So I feel like it is something that I can get behind, but I think ultimately, and I still think I would use it. I would try it. If yeah. somebody was like, you know, if Here they wanted is. to sponsor us and be like, we're going to send you. Oh, I'd be so down. Send you one and you guys. I love trying new, new products yeah. like that. Like if any, if there's ever any new, like supposedly ways that are going to make my period easier, it's my period is so horrible. Yeah. But I'd be like, anything you got for me, I'll but, fucking try. But that's the thing. It would have to make my period easier. And I feel like things like this don't make it easier. It makes no, it I don't think harder. it would make it harder because, like, okay, when I was using the Diva Cup, that's something that you have to, like, wash in between. It takes an extra, like, two seconds to wash I it I know, off. but whenever you feel like your uterus is falling out of your body and ripping you apart, yeah. I don't know that you want to take an extra two seconds. Well, but it would be, you'd be cleaning it up after it's inside of you, after you've inserted the tampon. All right. You know yeah, what I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah. You would probably keep it, like, yes. with the Diva Cup, you have, like, a specific little bag. You'd yeah. probably keep it somewhere. Take it out. Put your new little tampon thing in there. Put okay. it in. Listen. And then once you're all situated, you would just, while, when you wash your hands, you would just, like, wash it and stick it back in the little baggie. From an environmental standpoint, I am all on board with this. Like, I'm totally on board with it. So you're just being a lazy bitch? I'm... I am in pain that again. My periods hurt really badly. Tampons hurt me. Um, so, but listen, listen. Listen. UK startup, whose name I didn't even bother to learn, so you're not even going to give a shit about anything that I'm about to say. Um, nope, can't find, uh, no. Dame, 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 Dame. Dame. I've heard of that. Listen, Dame. 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 Please, I know you're trying to make money right now. 
but give us money. <laughs> or just give us free stuff. Yeah, that's cool. And then we will try it, and we will report back yes. to the world yes. about how it went. And to I'm sure our, it'll be great. To our 465 followers. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. And, and they will all buy one. Even the men. All of them. <laughs> It'd be great. Every man knows a woman. Every man has a... It, wouldn't that be the best present? See? Happy birthday, Listen. Mom! Listen, we all... Like, we already have the pitch. Every man knows a woman. Every woman is a woman. Therefore, every woman needs a dame. Right? Fucking stop. <laughs> okay. Keegan... Well, we just went, uh, we were just talking about the female reproductive system. Should we talk talk about about the male reproductive system? Let's see what's going on there. Fantastic. On the subject of men's sexual organs. Their penises? Jordan Peele will help tell the story of Lorena Bobbitt for Amazon. Do you know who Lorena Bobbitt is? Nope. Tell me. She is that woman in the 80s who cut off her man's dick. Did you hear, did you know about that? I mean, I have heard stories about women cutting her off. tail. Well, this woman actually did it. it for was a like, second, when you said her tail, I pictured a woman with a tail. It was a weird T-A-L-E. moment. T-A-L-E. Sorry. Um, so this was in, actually, it wasn't the 80s. It was the 90s. Was, um, sometime in the 90s. Is, was this what Teeth was inspired by? No, but have you seen Teeth? It's great. Uh, fucking probably ten times. It's the best thing in the world. I've seen it way too many times. I used to show it, like, my friends in high school and I were obsessed with it, and then whenever we had, like, a new friend, we would be like, you gotta check out this movie, it's so good. That's how you gauge friendship, like, are we gonna <laughs> and be friends? And then watch it with them, and, like, I just loved watching it with guys and just have them freak out. Teeth is, teeth is great. Teeth it's is actually, it's actually very cinematic good. Cinematic masterpiece. Yeah. Before there was Sharknado... There was teeth, but teeth has such a great like moral yeah don't story. Don't rape people. Yeah, don't be a fucking dick. I'm and gonna you show if I up. ever have a son when he turns like eleven. I'm gonna show him that movie. Yeah, <laughs> listen, don't violate a woman because you don't know if she has razor sharp fucking shark teeth in her vag. Okay, you don't. man, listen. Okay, here we go. So. <laughs> Jordan, P- so Lorena Bobbitt was this woman whose husband, I think he was like fucking around on her or something. And Men. when, I know, look, look, <laughs> this was a cautionary tale. This was a cautionary tale. For real. So he was like messing around on her or something. Don't do that. And one night while he was asleep, <laughs> she went up and uh-huh. chopped off his dick. With what? Like a kitchen knife or something. How did she, did she slide like a cutting board under there? I mean. How do you cut just the penis and not cut like into his I mean, thighs? I'm or guessing like... you with one hand hold it by the tip, you know? And then oh with the other hand just oh machete that shit. <laughs> you had to have been sharpening that knife for a while. Yeah, a while. Like yes. just, just maniacally yeah, drinking a glass you... of wine and like because <laughs> if you have to saw at all, like, no. that's fucked up shit. Like, that's a lot of, like, tough meat to cut through. It is. It's an organ. Like, I feel like that would be tougher than, like, a finger. I mean, but she did it. She, she chopped it. his penis off, and then not only did she do that, but, like, while he was screaming in agony, I can only imagine, and bleeding out from his dick, or whatever was left there, he, she took his dick, got in the car, <laughs> drove, and threw that motherfucker <laughs> out the window. I shouldn't be laughing, but, like, in my head, I'm picturing it like it didn't happen, 
And no, it's, it happened. No, I know, but like, if I'm gonna think about it, like, I have to disassociate a little bit. Yeah, it's it's her. It is truly horrific, but it's also one of those things that you just you can't help but laugh at because you're just like, what? The because actual it's fuck? so absurd. It's like a, it's such like she threw it, of it out the window. Who she, found it? So that this is also great. The um, why I know so much about this, I don't know. I love it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go find like her autobiography you or something should, later. No, there's. Okay, there's so much to find because they, the police or whoever, found his dick and they were able to reattach it. That's hilarious. And then Does it still work. Well, and then there's more. He, but wait, he and Lorena got back together. <gasps> no, like they tried to make it work. What? He chopped your dick off. <laughs> but they, they tried to make it work, and then he went into porn. No. <laughs> Dude, what is his name? I'm, um, gosh, why can no one, this poor man, no one ever remembers his name. They can only remember hers. Um. What is it? Lorraine. Lorena Bobbitt. Bobbitt. B-O-B-B-I-T-T. Steve Smith. Wow, what a fucking white guy name. Yeah, Jesus. That's Sorry why no one remembers Steve Smith. That's why no one remembers Steve you. Steve Smith. Porn star. I just gotta see this. I'm kind of curious. The naked porn videos. Oh, Pornhub is all over it. Well, of course they have it. Cartoon porn? Oh, no, that's all fam. It's all American Dad. Well, I'll find it. Or I'm sure we can find it if we want to watch it. But, um... Mm, just a lot of porn. All right, I'm gonna move on. So, um... <laughs> This, uh, the story will be presented as a four-part docu-series called Lorena, with Bobbitt's full participation. According wow. to The Hollywood Reporter, Peel is co-executive producing the project through his company, Monkey Paw Productions. In a statement, Peel said the series will attempt to ground a serious story of domestic abuse that was quickly turned into a penis punchline. So, the fact that you and I are sitting here laughing about it, we should not be, because his whole purpose of this is going to be like, this is fucking... Serious. It is serious. Yeah, we but we don't... Okay, but in our defense, we don't know that whole story right now. I definitely That's didn't true. know. That's true, and we will watch it. We and then we it. will probably be raging along with this woman and being like, damn right, you cut his dick off. Or but, the other way around, because I don't yeah, know how it's true. going to be framed. Like, when that's he says true. domestic abuse, was he abusing Lorena, or is he talking about Lorena cutting his dick off as as an act of domestic true. violence? That is true, because that is that is domestic violence. It is. Right it is true. And I know that you what and I What would be the female equivalent of cutting a dick off? Cutting a tit off. Yeah. Wasn't there a serial killer that did that? Would cut, like, there were the lots of serial out. killers who cut off boobs. Leave the boobs alone. <laughs> Boobies never did anything bad. Oh they just want to love you. Booby injuries gross me out so bad. So bad. Just anything to do with nipples for me grosses oh, me out. Oh, oh. Like... Gross. Don't even tell me about nipple clamps. I don't want to hear it. Okay. Um, when, sorry, let me continue. Not shaming you who like nipple clamps. I no, just couldn't handle actually, it. No, and they're probably all right. No, but, I had a girl in my class who was who was very open about talking about her love of nipple play. Do you want to hear something really gross? I would love to. Okay, trigger warning to everyone right now. If you don't want to hear something that might, like, upset you deeply, you should fast forward, like, 30 seconds. Um, so I'm in this girl group on uh, Facebook, and they were talking about how if you need to get, like, if you need, if you, like, die or whatever and paramedics need to resuscitate you and they have to use those, like, shocker things on yeah. your chest, 
they have to rip out your nipple rings if you have them. They rip them out. Okay, but I have to say that's like my number one instinct when I see someone with actual rings. I just want to go boop. Oh God! Like yeah, if you if you have your nips pierced, why they, can't they just be like, hold on, let me just take these because out. it takes too long. They're trying to like they're trying to resuscitate you, and your the nips would be fucking gone. Or they or um, I read another thing that are was they like, going to pay for the plastic surgery to get my nips reconstructed? They saved your life. Look, they did they did their due diligence already. They could have just true. let you die. That's true. Um, or they or someone else said they cut them off. And I was like, <gasps> what? My best friend has her nipples pierced. So I'm gonna tell her about that. That is so horrific. Sorry, I just sounded like a demon when I made that noise. Um, okay. Well, so Peel says when we hear the name Bobbit, we think of one of the most sensational incidents to ever be catapulted into a full-blown media spectacle. With this project, Lorena has a platform to tell her truth as well as engage in a critical conversation about gender dynamics, abuse, and her demand for justice. This is Lorena's story, and we're honored to help her tell it. Oh, cool. I'm very fascinated to see what this is really going to be about. This is going to be great. Because I... Okay. So while I know it's kind of like this misandrist feminist, like fist-in-the-air moment when we think about, yeah. like, oh, she cut his dick off because he was a piece of shit, you know? Um, I'm also very, very tentative to glorify this kind of violence. No, I agree. <laughs> you know? I agree. I think that it's good that her story is going to be told and understood, especially because she has kind of turned into a punchline, even as we've kind of done it. But, no, I don't think it would be... I hope that the objective of that movie is now to be like yeah if he's not treating you right just cut his dick off all is well you know like I don't think that would be the moral like I think it's great to have a deeper understanding of what happened and like what went into that I think that that's important think that they would be saying that that it was justified necessarily maybe it was justified that they break up not be together whatever it was obviously highly unlike unhealthy I mean that could he could have died very easily. Like, absolutely. That's I mean, a lot absolutely. That's so much blood that, you know, could be lost that way. Yeah. I mean, watch teeth. You'll get it. Yeah. They die. Yeah. Spoiler alert. So much blood. So much blood. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I don't have, like, look, I don't have a lot of things in the news this week. It was, it's been kind of a weird week. I've been, um, doing a lot of stuff for my theater company and then like also doing things for the podcast and it's, kind of been all over the place, but I do have something kind of fun that I found that it's not fun. It's not a news story. Gosh, why can't I open this? Um, it's not a news story per se or anything like that, but there's this new thing that's been going around on Twitter that I think is really funny. And oh, I know what you're going to say. Read some of these. Are you talking about the one where uh, women describe themselves like male authors? Yes. Would? Yes. Oh my I gosh. Oh my gosh. Describe yourself like a male author would is the most savage Twitter thread in ages. I don't even know what they would say about me. Oh, I would have to really think about it, but I'm sure I could come up with something about like it would be. I'm sure for me it would be like would be pretty if she tried. Yeah. <laughs> if she would only put some makeup on, maybe Mine she would, would be, be like something about being the color of like a mocha cappuccino. For sure. You know where you're. Just yeah. Like, oh, yeah. My you God. would be the color of a mocha cappuccino with, and then it would be something horrible about your hair. Yeah. Yeah. If she just put a little bit of time in. Right now, if I was to be described, it would be greasy ass, even though I just washed my hair, I've been sweating my balls off in this closet, sweaty ass, 
ponytail, serial killer glasses. They're good glasses. Feminist t-shirt. I mean, I'm literally in my pajamas right now with yeah, no bra true. on and a shirt that says angry feminist on it. Yep. Um, you are. <laughs> but it all got started because this woman on Twitter, Gwen C. Katz, um, she wrote a thing and it says, a male author is insisting that he is living proof that it's possible for a male author to write an authentic female protagonist. Mm. Here's a quote from his That's first ballsy. page. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Let's this do guy it. thinks he's writing a, like, authentic female. I'm ready. Let's do it. I sauntered over. Certain he noticed me. I'm hard to miss, I'd like to think. A little tall, but not too tall. A nice set of curves, if I do say so myself. Pants impossibly tight that if I had had a credit card in my pocket, you could read the expiration date. Oh, my God. The rest of my outfit wasn't that remarkable. Just a few old things I had lying around. You know how it is. <laughs> like, that, that's the way that women are. Like, that's the yeah. way that we, like, talk yeah. about me. Like, and he's like, I nailed it, guys. Guys. I figured it out. I got this. So women started, so then this woman named Whitney uh, Reynolds said, new Twitter challenge, describe yourself like a male author would, and people went ham. And yeah, I like Shannon Purser's from Stranger Things, I liked hers, I can't remember I what it was. It. We should trade off reading a couple of these, just a I'm few down. of them, we don't have to read them all, but they're super funny. This woman named Jennifer uh, Weiner says, her breast entered the room before her far left. <laughs> Her Stop. No, no, this is hilarious. Her breast entered the room before her far less interesting face. Oh my god! Decidedly maternal hips and rounded thighs. He found her voice unpleasantly audible as his gaze dropped from her mouth, still talking, to her cleavage. He wondered why feminists were so angry all oh the time. Oh my god. Stop. Yeah, okay. There's a few on here if you want to read some. Yeah, okay. This is Jenny Trout. On Twitter, she didn't exist because she's fat. <laughs> I mean, I mean, where's, the, where's lie? the lie? She was not what you'd call beautiful. Eyes a bit too big, mouth a bit too lush, just a few too many boobs. <laughs> Her hair was dark because she was smart. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. All right, let's see. As she moved, her strong cocoa body gleamed as if, as if calling to the country of Africa. Yeah, because she's black. If you didn't get that, she's black. Her chocolate waist, I can't, moved like an alluring siren calling me to crash on the rocks of her brown buttocks. It's so fucking funny. Like, mm. it's so funny. More, more, more! <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me find... Okay. No male author has ever written an attractive fat woman in her 20s who loves life, so I wouldn't even know where to start, to be honest. <laughs> I love it. Okay. She was 40, but could have passed for a year younger, with soft lipstick and some gentle mascara. Her dress clung to the curves of her bosom, which cupped by her bra that was under it, but over the breasts that were <laughs> naked inside her clothes. Oh my god. She had a personality and eyes. She had a personality and eyes. It's, I mean, it's so, like, it's Okay, so two more, two true. more, two more. Okay, I love okay. this. Okay. <laughs> okay, it's funny. She stood in front of the mirror and ran her hands down her naked body. She could be beautiful. If only she was ten years younger, twenty pounds lighter, and had larger breasts. She sighed. 
She should have paid for a boob job instead of all that ice cream. But it was too late now. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. She was a gigantic woman. Bigger than any woman had a right to be. She laughed too loud and swayed her hips too much. Oh, this one I read a while ago. It's Amanda Wong. She says, I didn't write one because it'd probably just be about breasts and almond-shaped eyes, but I did a drawing of it. And it's literally just, like, breasts with no nipples on it. We should post that picture, too. here, I'll, like, take a screenshot. It's just eyes, and then underneath it, just, like, two cups. Yeah. Just, like... (laughs) How the fuck do you take a screenshot on this newfangled Uh, iPhone? Yeah, I did it. There you go. Oh, man. So funny. I know. I read those, and I, I love it. I think it's... I'm gonna... I think that should be our homework before this episode is posted that we need to think of our own... How we would be described? Yeah. Gosh. I'm I pretty, like, average height. I have no butt. Yeah. I have secret boobs. I have nice boobs. I just don't you show them up. You have good boobs. I know, but you don't know that unless I'm, like, naked or in a bikini. There is nothing for me, uh, literally, other than fetishizing my, like, skin color or hair I don't know that there's anything like immediately yeah that would be it like definitely it would I think another one for me would be like she would be pleasant if she never opened her mouth <laughs> that's also true <laughs> that's also true I'd like her if she didn't have so many opinions yeah. why does she have so many opinions <laughs> this Honestly, is a problem I literally do think I have like driven men away in the past, where they've been like, oh, she seems nice, I'm gonna go talk to her, and then, like, 20 minutes later, we're fucking fighting about philosophy, and then they're I like, don't see a why problem in that. did I start talking to her? <laughs> maybe, maybe they aren't smart enough to be able to handle your type of conversation. We'll go with, we'll go with that. Yeah. I'm very fucking argumentative immediately. They'll well, then like, you need to I believe in this, else. and I'm like, fuck that. That's <laughs> stupid. You're dumb. <laughs> Here's all the reasons why you're wrong. <laughs> You're like Lisa Simpson, pretty much. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, That's a compliment. Like that. Oh, man. Guys. This has been a very all-over-the-place episode, but I think you know this was a good episode. This was more lighthearted than they usually are. Yeah, I really wanted to try and do something more lighthearted, because our last episode, while I think it was a great episode, was I, fucking I dark. edited it, and I listened to it back, and I was just like, this is a really good episode, and I'm really like happy and proud about it, but it was a lot of really sad bad stuff and I like I mean as is life as is life and I think that that's important and we're gonna have a lot more episodes like that but I think and it just depends on the week yeah I think kind of giving you guys like a little bit of a break to just kind of sit and maybe laugh with us and have like a good time for a minute if you were having a hard day yeah, maybe you can just kind of laugh. And oh my god! And if you can think of ways that you would be described by a male author, send I send them to totally it. Totally want to hear that. Oh my god! Please put them on Instagram and hashtag Angry Neighborhood Feminist or Twitter. I am trying to be more active on Twitter. I'm not Keegan. It, it hasn't been. It hasn't been wholly successful. But um, I am trying to be more active on Twitter. So mm. tweet at us. You know, I, sometimes it takes me a couple of days to see it, but I will eventually see it. And I appreciate it. We had. Um, my friend who I just want to give a shout out to right now, she is one of the uh, creators of Nasty Theater Company, uh-huh. which is a woman-centric theater company here in Los Angeles, and they're fantastic. They're super talented. They did Stop Kiss last year, and Anthony was in it, which is an amazing play about women in the 90s who kiss, and there's like a, a, a bunch of hubbub around it, and yeah. it was such an amazing show. And she shouted us out on Twitter. 
Hell and yeah, girl. I just want to give that love right back to her because Throwing what they're doing back. is so super cool and interesting. And totally check out Nasty Theater Company. I know that they are now looking for new people, new blood to kind of like help with their new upcoming <laughs> productions. So they don't need you as a person, just your blood. Just your. They're just going to drain you of your blood. So if that's something that sounds interesting to you, um, go for it. Then contact them. No, but but seriously, if you live in L.A. and you are interested in getting into theater in any capacity, whether it be stage managing, directing, acting, anything like that. Or just um, watching. Or just, yeah, going and being a patron, then please, like, hit them up. Nasty Theater Company. They're fantastic. And we love Kaylee, too. So should we say where they can find us? Because we forgot to do it on our last episode. My mom's going to be super mad. Yeah, I did think about Liz when I was listening to the last episode. Um, Maybe you can just add that in real quick. Or I can. <laughs> well, in. you can find us on Instagram at Angry Neighborhood Feminist. Yes, ma'am. And then email is, ang- oh my god, don't listen to me, I'm dying. Neighborhoodfeminist at gmail.com. Thank you. God, You're it's welcome. fucking hot in here and I've had no, a I lot know. of wine. I know. And then our Twitter is YAMF, Y-A-N-F podcast yes it's please so unpleasant to say yeah yeah it truly it truly is but look man twitter puts like a lot of restrictions yeah, restrictions on that so also that i'm gonna say because i haven't mentioned it in a really long time but we put it in all of our show descriptions i really want to make sister solidarity stories if oh I yeah am. i really would love to hear from you guys anything that you've and experienced this week yeah i check it too and we haven't gotten anything Especially these days, we've been getting so many wonderful messages from our fellow women, and it's so fantastic. We are feeling so much sister love. We want to hear your stories about ways in your day-to-day life that you are supporting other women or that other women are supporting you. Uh, things that make you feel good. Uh, maybe it's a fictional character that you know made you feel empowered yeah. or anything like that. To we be honest, about it. message us about anything. Like I know that when we say like sister solidarity stories, it kind of sounds like maybe we're looking for something very, very specific. And yeah. it's not really that. It's just like anything that has made you feel yeah, good about your fellow, yeah. fellow women lately yeah. or inspired or encouraged or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot it our way and tag us in it if it's on um, Instagram or on Twitter. And you can also find us on Facebook. We don't have a Facebook group, but we do have a business page, um, Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist, on Facebook. And please, please, pretty please, uh, rate and subscribe. And, and follow us. And follow us. Yeah, please. Like, <laughs> honestly, to be quite frank with you, where the shit goes down is Instagram. Follow yep. us on Instagram. We're always on there. Yep. And message us on Instagram. Yep. Totally. Like, I love it. Direct message us. We love getting stuff like that. And, and so, we don't get many, so we will respond. We will absolutely respond. <laughs> and we totally appreciate all of you who, love who it. message us. It, it makes us... Yeah, and it makes us feel less like two girls sitting in a closet talking Absolutely. to each other. Absolutely, yeah. It's fantastic. It warms my heart so, so much. Yep. So please do that. Do we it. love it. We love it so much. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio, Radio Public. Tune in. Uh, fucking anywhere you want to listen yeah, to your podcast. We're, we're pretty much on everything. We're it's, Mrs. Worldwide's. Yeah. Yeah, like Pitbull. We encourage you. Trey John. What the fuck, Anthony?
Wander with us into a world of magic. Do you lack magic? Ever since I was born, I could hear the spirits of the other world. Where old stories take on a new life. If you break even one of these conditions, the consequence is death. And the world is teeming with possibilities. It's midnight, girls! They're here! Get ready to change! Well, for the last time, we're not kissing, Fritz! Join Jenny and Madeline in this fantastical audio drama as they journey into the stories you grew up with as you've never heard them before. You are no more than a demon! Okay, Gown. Let's do this. And reinvent fairy tales with a feminist twist. Ready for your next adventure? Then we'll see you soon in the forest of feminist fairy tales.